Welcome, foolish mortals. Welcome to Remy's Roundtable. On this episode, does Tom and Dan mention Remy on their program and are we going to see a Remy vs. Title War? And the crew covered your theme park updates, so keep it here for Remy's Roundtable. Welcome to Remy's Roundtable, the podcast for everybody who would like to know about the beautiful state of Florida. Covering your theme park updates, and it's now time for Remy's Roundtable with Remy, Scott, and Jen. That's right, guys. Here we go for a Monday night episode of Remy's Roundtable, streaming on all podcasting platforms, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and right there on Apple Podcasts. Please give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts. We will love that from our from our audience members. So on tonight's program, we are going to do your theme park updates. We are going to play the birthday game. And the Tom and Dan mentioned Remy on their program. We're gonna we're gonna find out. So welcome to the program, everybody. Of course, you guys know me. My name is Remy, and with me, as always, is my dangerous co-host, the Margarita with no salt. We got Scott from the No New Friends podcast joining us tonight. Scott, what is going on, man? How are you doing? Peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, peanut, peanut butter jelly, jelly with a baseball, baseball bat. bat. <laughs> peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. And we have my beautiful wife Jen on the program as well. I'm here to spice up the life. How hello, everybody. It's weird. <laughs> spice up, spice up the lights. Hey, hey. Sa- Sunday was awesome, and we we were I relaxed, so I'm in a happy mood. Scott, how was your Easter, man? Oh, I worked, so it was fantastic. Did you get had? Did you have any food while you're on while you're on your shift? Like, did they give you like oh, any ham? Time. I didn't. Oh. Have, I didn't have time, and I work my full shifts. There's no such thing as being let go because uh, they're overstaffed and all that. Save some labor. No, I worked the whole time. Me too, except on the Sunday, Saturday. So something happened, and I had to my car to Goodyear again. I had to take it back to get two new tires today. I My boss sent me a text. He said, you don't have to come in today. We are fully staffed. So you're good. You're good to come in Tuesday, Wednesday, Remy, Thursday. Remy, 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 how many full days a week do you work? Well, right now it's four on and three off because I'm still in the training building over by the celebration area until our till our building is open but what is this hold on is this four full shifts or are these like i go in for three hours one day that's no 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 no. they're full no they're full no they're full shifts like i'm I'm averaging 30 to 35 hours we're just in this building until our building is fully functional but it's not opening until may 17th so we're in there just for training purposes that being said i'm like Okay, well, he said, we're full staff today. You don't need to come in, so you're good. I had, I just went down to Goodyear, got my two tires, and... Everybody, if you're playing the Remy left work early drinking game, go ding, ahead ding. and take another shot. Yeah, and make sure it's tequila. Just keep it drinking tequila tonight. I don't care what kind <laughs> it is. Just drink nope. it. 
<laughs> nope, nope. I love tequila generally, but let me tell you, it burns on the way up. Yeah, I heard, dude, I heard that part on your program. I'm like, all right, so I kept track. I'm like, Scott had this many drinks, this many drinks, this many drinks. While I was listening. wondering what Remy's talking about on our most recent episode of the New Friends podcast, I just got back from Mexico. So I told the story, and uh, I'm not going to tell the whole story, but I, I was so dizzy from the many beers, many uh, glasses of champagne, and many margaritas, no salt that I drank, that I couldn't lift my head off the toilet seat. So I was like throwing up sideways. It was like Forrest Gump, you know, there was sideways rain and rain that came from the the, the ground and hard rain. That was that was me. But see, did you did you tell me before that you did not drink champagne at all? I don't like champagne at all. At this resort, you know, when you step foot out, out of your car and they greet you and take your luggage, they trade you luggage for a glass of champagne. And the champagne was like grapefruit infused. It was it was really, really good. But again, like I said on the show, I don't know if it was really good because I was already seven beers deep or if it was really good because it was really good. Yeah, I mean, I like some champagne, but not a lot. You know, there's some that I do like and there's some I can just like pass. Like I, I, the one I will take a couple sips at a wedding and I will take a couple sips on New Year's Eve and I will drink mimosa. I, I, I generally don't like champagne. Now I will drink mimosas. Like I'll get the super cheap, like $4.99 bottle of Verde from, from Publix. That's a, it, it's, it, most people think it's disgusting. I love it. I interrupted you, you, you went to Goodyear. Yeah, so I went to Goodyear and the total, my, my parents, they helped me out with, you know, these tires because they said, hey, this is your, your new car, so we'll pay for the tires. I, I looked at the price and I'm like, how much did I freaking spend on my tires today? Yeah, tires, both tires were $435. Tire, tire prices are ridiculous. They nowadays. are. And uh, it, came, it came with a road ha- road hazard. Go to Walmart, they're not as expensive and they're actually pretty good. Well, thank you for that little update, honey. All right, so guys, I would rather. I'm gonna play you guys. I'm gonna play you guys a clip from one of my favorite radio shows on Real Radio 104.1, A Corporate Time with Tom and Dan. Say it again for the back. A Corporate Time with Tom and Dan on Real Radio 104.1. Take a listen to this. Hi, Tuttle. What? We get... No, wait, wait. Don't get another Tuttle. I'm Tuttle. I'm afraid of the real Tuttle. <laughs> no, how long? Listen, uh, I mean, it's I'm like what you do. Loyal. No, hold on. You need to find a Tuttle. This is what you do. You don't need to find a Tuttle. You need to find me. Listen, no, hold on, hold on. You, you, I tried to get you fired so I could take over the producing job, and I and and they're so loyal they won't do it. But you, I don't think that's the reason they you, won't do it. You burn, they're not that loyal. You burn really hot, my man. Follow Sam me with knows. this. When you're, that's why we are. We keep her up. <laughs> she knows our true self. Yeah. You, you burn so hot. It's almost like a, it's like a real NFL jersey versus a replica. Mm-hmm. We need we need close, <laughs> but we don't want to get too. But I'm not spending yeah. 275 for a jersey. That's yeah. it's, it's it's too much. Yeah. I don't need a real Julio Jones jersey. I yeah. need like is Walmart special? I can be Walmart jersey. <laughs> no, we we could get Remy to do it. No, f Remy. Remy. Oh <laughs> wow. Oh, let's have a Remy versus Tuttle. It, no, you don't want to do that. Tuttle takes it way too seriously would kill Remy. Tuttle, That's probably true. But are you still, because now you got your own thing going on, your business, Tuttle. Yeah, so they call me out, man. They said, Tuttle said F Remy. What did I do to piss Tuttle off? He needs, he's desperate for a job. Yeah, Tuttle, okay. Tuttle is, is 
a has been and and said some stupid things uh about the people at real radio yep uh and like they're 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 they mentioned tom and dan mentioned someone else's name and and Tuttle is just so gosh insecure. Yep. That he is immediately immediately threatened by you. So this is this is what I'm gonna say. Okay, Sam, great suggestion. Uh, have Remy do it. I think that we should have a corporate time with Tom and Dan slash Remy's roundtable. Remy versus Tuttle in a celebrity boxing match. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm the first one, uh, out of the two of us, I'm the first one who heard it because I heard it on my way home. And the first thing, when he said that and he was, and they were talking about, you know, doing a Remy versus Tuttle thing. She got pissed off. Simply because I know Tuttle plays dirty and i'm i'm about that life and i i will get aggressive with somebody who tries to hurt my husband so there's that yeah so boxing is out of the what question was the context what were they t- what were they talking about because were, i i, I doing, couldn't quite hear the first it was something to do with like they wanted to do like a correspondent type of thing for the show and have him do sort of something like what he did for bubble bubble the love sponge and and it was just it was some weird correspondent type thing but they're like but we love you but we don't want to use you because you are too much yeah kind they're, of they're like, and when they mention me they're like remy could, probably, remy could probably do it you know somebody suggested you uh i think who was it the girl so what they said is you are the replica version of tuttle so but like it's a nicer. cheaper it's a cheaper version you don't need to spend the big money on the authentic jersey when you can just go get the replica. There you exactly. go. So essentially well, they were not calling only that, but, you replica Tuttle. But they also said that he wasn't as intense as Tuttle and that's why they liked him better because he wasn't as intense. Right. So so Remy, this is what you need to do, okay? Do you remember do you remember back in the early days of Stern, uh, Stuttering John? Yeah. Who would go and get like, he would ask celebrities like off the wall, just awful questions and they like punch him in the face and like i don't want you to do anything like that but you need to what you need to do is you need to go and and get yourself a nice portable microphone okay and you need to do like on the street interviews like just go interview a a homeless guy or you know just interview interesting personalities interesting people around orlando they don't not celebrities just random people just don't get yourself killed you don't get yourself killed be safe and you call it like um, I I don't know the 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 Remy is better than Tuttle interview. Oh, oh yeah, send it Definitely. in to Tom and Dan unsolicited, but call it Remy is better than Tuttle, and there you go. I, got, I agree with that. I got two words, and that is oh. Sh-. And I, I I I would do it. The thing is that who would I go up to? No like, buts. The, no, no buts. And you can't tell me you're busy with work because you don't work all your shifts. <laughs> so you've got plenty of time to do this, Remy. And listen, listen, I'm this is gonna take your show to the next level, okay? I'm I'm here to to support you and to help you, you know, with with whatever I can. But I can only do so much. My you know my my. My listener base is only is only so big. If you start this little war with Tuttle, Tuttle's a big name here in Orlando. I mean, he's a has been. 
okay? And the more that you can get mentioned on Tom and Dan, especially if it's a really funny interview where you're calling out title and then you're doing this quality interview, Remy, I'm telling you, 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 you could be onto something. At minimum, maybe, maybe Tom and Dan brings you on as their you know, field reporter, field correspondent. Look, when you're doing like Uber Eats or Lyft or what, you know, when you're driving the people. Well, I don't, do, I don't do that. I don't do that anymore. So I'm only, I'm only on DoorDash. That's the only time I'm, I'm on it. But... Oh, sorry. Okay. So when you're doing DoorDash, you, hey, can I get a quick interview real quick? You know, and you just do the voice like that because then you can sound just like Tuttle. Uh, you know, I, I put myself in concrete for three days for uh, nothing. Yeah, but do, do I really want to go to war with Tuttle? That's the yes. question. Yes. All all press is good press, Remy. All press is good press. Very okay. True. You want your podcast to get to the next level. This is what you do. I'm telling you. Okay. You got your audio fixed. Great. We've condensed some of the news stories, so it's a little bit a little bit shorter. Great. We're 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 a little bit more structured. Now you need to start a war with another podcast personality. That's old school radio, man. That's 90s radio where you just fight with other radio stations. That's how you do it because then you know what, Remy, they talk about your show on their radio station and you can steal all their listeners. Well, <laughs> Tuttle plays really dirty. He does He's play dirty. Nasty. He does. Mommy, I mean, you really don't care. have I can take to it. win. You don't have to win. All you have to do is be a part of this war. Okay? Just be a part of it. I am your manager in the corner. Just go get him, Remy. Go get him. Ding, ding. Remy. Yes, honey. You don't have to deal with the ramifications. Well, he doesn't have to deal with the ramifications of what happens if somebody, like, is disgusting like the person that we're talking about. Yeah. Let me share. Shay, let me share my screen. Right. Hold on. Hold on. I I got it. I'm gonna. I got something for her. I can play. You can't set up your own music when we're making fun of you, Remy. You gotta let me do it. Exactly. I, I got it. Hold on. <laughs> because oh, now it's over. All right. It's not Thank over. You. No, it's not over. It is. I not am not over. a big fan. I am not a big fan specifically of trying to bring on that kind of hate. What, what do you mean kind of hate, honey? Because he's- Remy, Remy, wrong song. You're, you're ruining it. Let, let oh, me share, let me share. I got damn. this, I got this, I got this, I got this. I, I got gonna, this, okay? I was gonna do it, but damn it. <laughs> so- if It lets me do it. So our Easter, I, I, you, can, you can share right now, Scott. So our okay. Easter was great. And when I heard you guys, you know, favorite candy, favorite Easter. Jen and I. Now, this was according to Spoon University. What was it? Yeah, it was. It, it was according to Spoon University. Okay, so Jen and I will. All right, so... Remy. Listen, it doesn't matter if you beat him. You just need to be in the same sentence as him, Remy. Okay, I want you to do the best street interviews possible. Send them in to Tom and Dan, and it doesn't matter if he plays dirty. It will just draw attention to the greatest show about theme parks and Florida. Remy's Room Table! Get him, champ. Ding, ding. Remy lost in round you're one. you Tuttle. Well, right there, Remy just lost in round one. So, bye-bye, Remy. <laughs> Why did Remy lose in round one? I lost Remy in round one. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you win or you lose. It's if you play this game. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the more attention you can get on Tom and Dan, the better. Like, they are especially, especially, especially against Tuttle. 
Oh, 100%. Nobody likes Tuttle. Nobody likes Tuttle. People Nobody like likes you. Tuttle. Okay. Tuttle was a fun intern back in the day. Tuttle was a fun intern back in the day when he was with the monsters. Now, you know, but then he burned those bridges, man. And, uh, yeah. and I think, I think you would have all of Central Florida in your corner, Remy. Including me, I'd be first there in your corner. Thank you, Scott. Thank you so much for being on my side and being part of the Remy Round Remy's Roundtable crew. This is gonna be awesome. We'll make it happen. I will definitely take it to the next level. Interview somebody off the street. I will do it, and then say, "Hey, Tom and Dan, check this out." All right. Now this is my interview with somebody off the street who I'm just randomly talking to. All right. Now yeah. Tuttle, and now let's bring see it if on. Tuttle could do better. Let's see if Tuttle could do better. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, we'll, hey guys, we'll be right back. You are listening to Remy's Round table right here on Spotify. You're listening to Remy's Roundtable with Remy, Scott, and Jen. Hey, this is Scott from the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. We're streaming everywhere every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Join us as we discuss adulting, parenting, relationship issues, and then we talk about some pop culture news, some strange news, and other current events. Once again, that's the No New Friends podcast every Sunday night, streaming everywhere. And now back to this episode of Remy's Roundtable. It's that guy from the theme park you're pretty sure you see all the time, but you can't think of his name. That's me, the Joey Mazant, saying keep it here for Remy's Roundtable. Welcome back, everybody, to Remy's Roundtable, streaming on all podcasting platforms, including iHeartRadio and Spotify, and also right there on Apple Podcasts. Please check us out on tpublic.com. That is where you guys can buy your very own Remy's Roundtable t-shirt. Welcome back, everybody. Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Of course, you guys know the crew tonight. We have myself. My name is Remy, and with me is my dangerous co-host, my partner in crime. We got Scott from the No New Friends podcast. We have my lovely wife, Jen, as well. All right, Scott, so I took your advice, and I want to talk about, you know, an old attraction that I used to go on back at Disney's uh, Magic Kingdom, all right? Did you, have you, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually going to be on Diz His, and we're going to talk about this attraction on their uh, on their program, did you remember the Time Traveler? No. So the time never went on it. The Time Traveler was located inside Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. That was a 360 degree room, and the narrator was Robin Robin Williams. He was playing this robot, and he would take you on a grand tour of national monuments, of different countries, and talk about like time travel he'll take you back to the 50s the 60s the 70s 80s whatever era he took you on he did like a little brief history on it and it was pretty cool where he took us and i was like oh we went to new york we went to paris we went to london we went to 
you know, the Great Wall of China, and the last one was Orlando. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's there's Mickey Mouse right there. So it's, it's it was sort of like you know the old like Soren right now. All right, now there's like like an older version of that attraction, but it, it was it had Robin. So it moved. The what? It moved. It didn't move. You were standing the entire time. So you had that that, that rail where you're just leaning on like that, and sounds miserable. It was pretty cool though. I I liked it. There were some pretty cool okay. special effects that you had to check out. There was like some smoke screen, and I'm gonna take your word for it. I I never experienced that attraction because if it wasn't a ride or if I couldn't sit down, I wanted no part of it. Even as a kid, I was a lazy ass then too. But I mean, it's cool to hear Robin Williams doing the narration though. That's what that was the only purpose why I went on that attraction, just to hear. Robin Williams voice on you know that attraction so it's pretty cool you know yeah all right guys let's go ahead and jump into it it's time for us to do the celebrity birthday game happy birthday today to Kourtney Kardashian how old is Kourtney Kardashian today Jen Kourtney Kardashian is 58 Scott 42 I'm gonna give it to Scott she's 43 oh happy birthday oh Kourtney Kourtney oh my god who do you think I was talking about for some reason, my brain went to Courtney Cox. Okay. Courtney Cox? I know it's not the same thing. Well, first of all, I didn't, I didn't say <laughs> so there you go. You said go. Kardashian. <laughs> I wasn't paying enough attention. You said <laughs> 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 Happy birthday today to David Tennant. He was Doctor Who. David Tennant is 47. Scott? David Tennant was also, uh, what, uh, in uh, Harry Potter. Yep. Uh, Harry Potter and he was he was in the Goblet Goblet, Goblet of Fire. Yes, Goblet yeah. of Fire. David Tennant is fifty one. Hey, Jen, what'd you say? I said he was forty six. Scott got it on the money. He is fifty one years old today. Happy birthday today too from uh, Ugly Betty Junior. From Ugly Betty, America Ferrera and Superstore and, and Superstore. Superstore. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that America Ferrera is 38. On the money, 38 years old. Yeah, good cat. I was going to say 37. Good job, Jen. Thank you. Happy birthday today to, well, he, actually, I did watch his show, and I liked, I loved him as a comedian, too. Conan O'Brien. Okay, Jane, you don't like Conan, do you? Not a big fan. Why do you not like Conan? He's annoying. I would say Conan is 55. Scott? Obnoxious Conan O'Brien is 66 years old. I have to give it to Jen. He is 59 years old today. 59. Really? Yeah. Right. Happy Got birthday that. to Happy Day. At least we both agree that he's obnoxious. Happy yes. Happy birthday to this gentleman right here. Yeah. I never go nowhere, man. I never go nowhere. I have absolutely no idea who that is. There, man. I'm saving where. All right. Well, he did. He did a cover to this tune. But you might know him from this show right here. Where are you picking the most obscure songs from this show? You'll get it. You'll get it, honey. Giving you was in Greece? Is that from Greece? No. No idea. Grow for me. Oh, there you go. Um, Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. Who's yep. the person from Little Why Shop? Why wouldn't you have played Suddenly Seymour? Thank you. Please, it was, it was that is more recognizable. Or the dentist, the dentist song. No, dentist song is Steve Martin. Yeah. 
Suddenly see more. Or, or you sk- skip forward to uh, Skid Row, where poor, all my life I've always been poor. So see that would have been yeah. All right, I can't think of his name. Happy birthday today to Mr. Moranis. Rick Rick Moranis. You can well, also done honey honey hay shrunk the kids. Yeah, but I don't want to play the theme song to that show. No, Ghostbusters. Movie, dude. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Would have been great. So, how old is Rick Moranis today? We'll start with Jen. Jen, how old is Rick Moranis? I'm going to say he's 58. Scott? Oh, this is a tough one because I think he's older than he looks. I- I'm going to go 65. I have to give, give it to Scott because this is actually one of my favorite numbers. 69. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thought he was older than that he looks. That is old. Oh, I'm sorry. That isn't that old. My mom, I'm, she, she'd be upset with me. Sorry. Yeah, mom's 71. Or will be. Happy birthday to this ge- Happy birthday today to this gentleman right here. Jeez Louise, what got his go, huh? That's McFarlane. Name is Hades, Lord of the Dead. No, that's not. That's the guy from... Um, he, he is one of my favorite villains in Hercules. He plays Hades in Hercules. He plays Hades. He was in. He's he, a pretty cool actor. He, he was in Be Cool. He was in. Uh, he was in Casino. Mm-hmm. He's in South Park. Uh, not South Park. Uh, family Guy. No, he was a Family Guy. Oh really? For mm, a couple, piece of candy. For mm, a piece of candy. candy. Mm, piece of candy. James mm, Woods. Piece of candy. James Woods is pretty awesome. How old is James Woods today, Jen? I'm gonna say James Woods is 72. Scott. 76. I'm gonna give it to Scott. 75. Happy birthday to one of my favorite ventriloquists, Jeff Dunham. I like Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham is 54 years old. Jen? 56. Gonna give it to Jen. 60. Damn, he's old. Ooh. And and last and finally, happy birthday birthday today to Melissa Joan Hart from Sabrina the Teenage Witch and Clarissa Explains It All. He is... 46. On the money, 46 years. <laughs> On the money, Remy, 46 congratulations. years old. These, this was your best celebrity birthday ever. You had a bunch of A-listers. Now, last week, you got me all excited. Wait, oh, we've got a really good list. And like Caroline Ray was like the number one one. I was like, <laughs> who, who's that? Uh, what a great list. Kudos to you. This was a fantastic list. Nice job. Thank you, sir. Thank yes. you so much. I mean, I, I was looking at this list. All right, today. just take the, oh, compli- com- take the compliment take and move along. But I do want to say uh, also happy birthday today to my sister. Uh, she is Aww. she is mentally, mentally handicapped. She is autistic. She is 31 years old today. So I was going to say 32. Damn it. Ah. <laughs> so Schaefer, mom, dad, if you guys are listening, listening to this episode, I love you, Shay. Happy birthday from Remy. Happy birthday, Shay. Scott and Jen. Happy birthday, Shaper. Guys, we are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we are going to go ahead and wrap everything up on this lovely Monday evening. Guys, do not go anywhere. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable. Face. Clean as the morning. No things were bad. You're listening to Remy's Roundtable with Remy, Scott, and Jen. You don't need no makeup. Don't have to pretend. 
There's a place for vacationers who seek more than just a little time off. The ones who choose to go big or stay home. Where every amazing, despicable, wizarding adventure reveals moments that are truly epic. This place is made for those who do more than just vacation. It's made for those who vacation like they mean it. Universal Orlando Resort. You've made iHeartRadio the fastest growing music app in the U.S. Why? Because we connect you to all of your favorite music and radio stations in one free app. And this fall, prepare to take control of how you listen to the radio. Replay. That song on your radio you just can't hear enough? Immediately replay and sing along again. Save. Save the music you love on the radio directly to your playlist. Play. Search for and play any song on demand. Skips. Unlimited skips. Offline. Take the music from your favorite stations offline. Introducing iHeartRadio Plus and iHeartRadio All Access. Your radio now on demand. Do you like Disney? Do you love finding out fun facts about your favorite attractions or restaurants? Then you must try Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Joe, Alex, and Jen will keep you entertained as they deep dive into all things Disney. Visit DizHis.com or follow us on all social media at DizHis65. We even have a YouTube channel. Just search DizHis anywhere, and I hope you give us a listen. I'm Leslie Joe of Tidbits Podcast, and you're listening to Remy's Roundtable. Welcome back, everybody, to Remy's Roundtable, streaming on all podcasting platforms, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and right there on Apple Podcasts. We will love to have that five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. It is now time for us to wrap up the program on this lovely Monday evening. Of course, you guys know the crew tonight. My name is Remy, and with me, as always, is my dangerous co-host, my partner in crime. We have Scott from the No New Friends podcast. We have Jen, my lovely wife, on the program. So we want to. I want to talk about like favorite. Before we jump into the news and stuff, I want to talk about your favorite Easter candy when you were growing up. Mine was. It, it, it would always have. It would always be, you know, the chocolate bunny. You put that in the freezer. And then you can just shred it into a blender and put put that on top of ice cream. But my other favorite kind of psychopath are you? Like, what are you doing? No, you no, you let that like you eat the chocolate, you let it melt in your fingers a little bit, then you lick your fingers. But no, you don't freeze chocolate. Oh, then it's hard. That's like putting M and M's in ice cream. The M and M's become all hard and all that stuff. <gasps> See. I agree with you. That's disgusting. You, you agree with Scott? Oh my God, yes. We've had this discussion before. I hate having Snickers in the de- in the freezer. Every time I think about it, it makes yes. my teeth hurt. Oh. I feel like my teeth are going to yes. break. Yes. Yes. But then you cut it into little tiny pieces. Who does that? Why are you putting forth that much effort to eat candy? Thank no, you. just eat the candy. 
Exactly. It's a lazy food. You don't you don't do you don't do work to eat the candy. If you want to do work, go to Red Lobster and order a lobster. Yay! You would do that too. Actually, I would do that because I love lobster. All right. Me too. Me too. But come on, Remy, stop doing that. But it was it was always a tra- it was always a tradition for me. Like when I was younger, my mom would get me you know the the chocolate Easter bunny, and she would put it in the freezer for me. And I'm like, Mom, can I have it later? If you grab some chocolate ice cream and maybe some or vanilla ice cream, I can shred it up and then put it on top of the uh, the ice cream, and it works. Like I have like a little. Chocolate sprinkles. Like whole, well, it's not that much work. I just use a, buy I use a grinder. Sprinkles. Just buy sprinkles. <laughs> why or, are you why are you going through the process of freezing the chocolate bunny, which then ruins it, and then shaving it? You're 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 working it too much. Just get sprinkles or chocolate chips. Or you, better yet. Chocolate chips. Better yet, get magic shell. It's oh, delicious. Yeah, or magic shell. Good, yeah. So, Jen, what was your favorite Easter candy when you were growing up? Probably the, I mean, the, it has to be the Easter Bunny. I liked the Easter Bunny. I liked the chocolate Easter Bunny that my parents would always get me with the candy eyes. All right, Scott, what about you, man? What, what was your favorite Easter I'll, candy? I have two, and you say it was past tense. No, th- these two still are my favorite uh, Easter candies. The Cadbury egg, the original, not the garbage caramel one, but the original Cadbury cream, cream egg. Yeah. And then, and then Peeps. I love Peeps. I get two packages of Peeps a year. One that I eat right away, the entire package, not the four pack, the 12 pack. I'll eat it right up. And then the other one I save for a year once it gets nice and stale and I eat it the next year on Easter. Love me some Peeps. Okay, so so Jen and I, were, we were at Walgreens last night, you know, see what was on shelves, like leftover. And I'm like, honey, we should get Peeps. She goes, no, I don't want Peeps. I'm like, okay, you want to see a cool trick? We'll put a Peep in the microwave and it will blow up. Yes, I've seen that trick many times. It's so cool when it blow, when it expands in a freaking microwave. <laughs> and it goes right down. Just like never wanted to out. slap someone as hard as I want to slap you right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> Putting peeps in the microwave and freezing chocolate bunnies. You sacrilegious human being, you. Well, Monster. You didn't catch what I had said, but that's cool. All right, guys. What did you say? I said it blows up and it goes right down just like something else I know. Oh. Ooh. Damn! Okay. Ouch, honey. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. As of today, all right, you got some, you got some news for us, right? I do, sir. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I that we got to keep okay. running on track here. Yeah. As of today, character meet and greets phase one is back at the Disney theme parks. Guests are allowed to hug their favorite Disney characters, characters once again when they visit the theme parks. I have a I have yeah. a slight issue about this. Okay, what's what's the issue? COVID is still real, right? It still happens. No. People are still getting it's sick. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone, especially in the state of Florida. Yep. Okay, so let's be real about this though. COVID is still around. I, th- I think Scott was being real about this. He's like, yeah, COVID in Florida is gone. No, nobody cares about it. So it's gone. Does a character, the person who plays a character, do they give up the right to say, no, I don't want to touch somebody or I don't want anybody to touch me because they're working. You know what I mean? So Especially with I, something I, like this still going on. I mean, just because it's not as active and upfront in the media doesn't mean that the people aren't still getting sick. I hear what you're saying. But let's be honest, as a character, they've got more protection than anybody else in the park. I mean, they're not making direct contact with anybody. It's not like a mask, but it's a face covering enough and the interactions are less than 15 seconds. Uh, look, I, I don't know. I don't know if 
they're giving the characters options to maybe be in a area where there's no hugs. Uh, and we don't know exactly what phase one of character hugs means. You know, we, we don't we don't know what that means. So and is it only I hear what you're saying. Characters? I hear what you're saying, Jen. But mm-hmm. I'm um, you know, my my, my nine year old daughter has never been to Disney. And uh, unfortunately, because of the last two years, I didn't want to take her because I didn't want to take her when there were some mask mandates and when she couldn't get up and close with the characters. Not that she would like she's kind of old for she's old, too old for like wanting to interact with the characters you know I'm you, you'll hit, she'll hit that back when she's like oh i'm not either <laughs> but she's like she's like in that phase where it's like not cool to pre- uh she's a pretty hang out with the characters I, I look i hear what you're saying but also you know cast members are they they if if they are if they are not vaccinated then there's a whole new set of protocols that they have to follow and it's possible that being a character is is one of the or not being a character is one of those protocols um so i, I think that i hear what you're saying but i'm i'm down with this it's it's uh we've got this thing pretty much under control uh the cast members protected by the the, the vaccination bring on the hugs Scott is, Scott is making a valuable, a valuable point to this because... Do not disagree. Remy doesn't know. Don't disagree with your wife, okay? You can take her side. It's fine. No, no, no. It, it, it's not. It's fine. I don't care. Um, and, and you bring up valid points, but is it only characters that are dressed in costume, like full costume and not like princesses and things like that? Well, princesses so and, maybe princesses that's what phase wear one is. Maybe the face characters aren't doing hugs yet. Yeah. So right now, a couple of my friends who are cast members, uh, they were they work at uh, Epcot, and they were able to hug two fur, furry characters in the in the costumes today for the the actresses and the actors who are you know playing the prince and the princesses like Jasmine, Aurora, Snow White, Alice, you know those characters. They are still there's a little boundary. They, they cannot hug them at this time. Okay. So phase one is for the furry costume characters that you see roaming around the parks. So Mickey and Minnie. Mickey, Minnie, yeah, all the the, the heavy, the heavy uh, Fab Five, yes, and then some like Buzz Lightyear, uh, Sully, uh, Mike Mike Wazowski over at Hollywood Studios. You can go say hey to them. Flick from A Bug's Life at Animal Kingdom. The The Incredibles from Hollywood Studios, and you got and, and of course you have the the Fab Five at over at Magic Kingdom, and a couple of Fab Five over by uh, Epcot. So they're, that's what they're doing right now until further notice. Disney has confirmed that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will have more than 100 songs with various artists. So that is going to be one hell of a soundtrack to check out. When you can't come up with a good ride idea, steal from Universal. Steal from Universal. And throw Marvel on it, and then you're good. You're golden, like, right there. So I have a video clip I'm going to play for you guys. Uh, so right now, guys, you know what's happening over by the the uh, Icon Park. And right now, Icon Park is something very tragic happened over there a couple of weeks ago. And we here at Remy's Roundtable is paying our respects to the family out there. And right now, they're saying that should we go ahead and, you know, permanently close down the free fall attraction 
at Icon Park. When I saw this, I'm like, yeah, this is going to happen. I, I called it from the, you know, from the very beginning. And I told Jen and my other friends who try to convince me to go on these rides, I'm like, no, I don't trust these rides at all. There's, I trust the rides at the theme parks because I know what these ride operators, ride operators are doing. They do a full safety check. They do a full inspection on the rides every single morning, day and night to make sure they can run properly when the parks open. And I trust those attractions. But the ones that I drive, the ones at Magical Midway, the ones at Fun Spot, forget it. No, I'm not gonna go on any of those attractions. Because to me, those are car those are carnival rides. And the free fall, cool. No, I don't care about that. If, I'm if I want to literally go on a free fall ride, I will go on Tower of Terror or Doctor Doom at Universal's Islands of Adventure. So I'm gonna go ahead and play you guys this clip, and uh, I want you guys to hear what you guys, I want to see what you guys intake on this. Engineer to assist with this investigation. Today, we are announcing that the Quest Engineering and Failure Analysis has finalized its field investigation report, which our department is making available via the online portal where we have been sharing other pertinent records relating to this incident and investigation. This report answers the question of what mechanically took place as our investigation now enters into the next phase of how and why it occurred as we look towards potential penalties along with any changes of rules and regulations needed to help prevent future tragedies. This report confirmed our department's findings that the operator of the Orlando Drop Tower made manual adjustments to the ride, resulting in it being unsafe. The report confirmed that manual adjustments have been made to the sensor the seat in question that allowed the harness to restraint opening to be almost double that of the normal restraint opening range. These misadjustments allow the safety lights to illuminate, improperly satisfying the ride's, the ride's electronic safety mechanisms that allowed the ride to operate even though Mr. Sampson was not properly secured in the seat. As noted in the report, there are many other potential contributing factors that may have played a role in the incident, and that is what our department is continuing to investigate. Given these outstanding concerns, the drop tower will remain closed indefinitely. So there you have it. They are closing that ride indefinitely until further notice. Scott, man, I mean, you and I, we both worked at, attra at attractions. Now, when they said they had it manually adjusted, what do you think that means? Like they had to manually adjust that, you know, that lap bar or that pullover, what, what, the harness, you want to call it? Yeah, so it would be unfair for me to speak to the mechanics of that ride because I'm not familiar with the mechanics of that ride. I'm not, I'm not even familiar with that ride other than its function of being a drop tower. Um, and and also I've never worked a a drop ride so I, I wouldn't even be able to be, be, begin to compare now here's here's the thing like you I will stay away from carnival rides I, I'm not doing carnival rides um not only are they put together poorly they're it, it's they're not operated very well either this drop ride and, and and I and I don't ride the the attractions on icon park either but not because I feel like they're built poorly or put together poorly poorly or maintained poorly it's because of the operators I have worked on the iDrive area and we had as an organization all of the safety protocols in place all of the training in place that doesn't stop people from or these 
kids, their kids who are working these attractions who are severely underpaid, it doesn't prevent them from making poor decisions that can result in an injury. And that is what happened here. And I don't know, I, and I, you know, I don't want to assume that I know what was going through this, this employee's head when he made the decision to manually adjust something. Uh, it, it was either he wanted to be cool and let this kid ride, or he didn't want to deal with telling the kid no, or he didn't want to deal with a refund, or maybe his hourly leader told him to. We don't know. Uh, and I'm sure more of this will come out as they investigate the, the team member and, and the other team members that were there. What probably happened is they probably adjusted kind of the baseline of where the sensor picks up that the harness is fully engaged. If you kind of think about like a Bic lighter, okay, you can take the top off of a Bic lighter and you can adjust the, you know, the, the little the flame. dial that makes it a stronger flame or a weaker flame. You can kind of pull that up and move it over and then turn it. And then you get this really high flame. So you're adjusting the maximum output of this, of this flame. It, it Maybe that's a bad comparison, but that's what he you know probably did with this seat this harness is you know uh, wrenched it up or whatever so that the engage point allowed you know it fit fit this guy whereas the engage point is usually in a lower thing and that's why you know look these these rides are safe these rides are safe they are built safe okay the manufacturers of the rides don't want to be sued they make enough money off the sale of this ride that they don't need to cut corners okay the 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 owners of the the free fall they don't want something to happen to people it is safe the problem is they just didn't train these people correctly uh or they're you know it i don't want to make excuses because it was a very poor decision but you know how much of the how much are these kids being paid 10 bucks an hour roughly 11 maybe, bucks an hour maybe 12, 12 bucks an hour, 12 bucks an hour that, roughly on, on like maybe that's not enough to make yeah. them care and 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 also like there's a lot of this mentality of oh it can't happen to me or oh these are just hypotheticals it, it'll, it'll never happen like gravity blah 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 the you know whatever they think they know clearly clearly in this instant they were you know it absolutely can happen and it yeah. did and it's 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 awful and it's heartbreaking and it makes me sick every time I think about this story, read about the story, or I've I've seen the video. And and to those of you listening at home, and, and this this statement's gonna come across a little bit insensitive, but understand where I'm coming from. Okay. If read all the signs, and I know that this sign did not say anything about weight or or size dimensions or whatever. But if you are denied access to two other attractions in the area because of the harness and all that, ask the questions, get all the information before you get on the vehicle. And if you don't feel it, it I mean, and, and again, this kid was 14 years old, so you can't put the responsibility on him. But just right. it, it, that's why it's, it's super important to also be responsible for your own safety when you go to the theme parks, when you go to, you know, the fair, when you go to, to whatever because reading restrictions is important if there's a test seat available and you know i i'm i i'm a i'm a bigger guy you know i especially the rides that i'm not familiar with i have never been on velocicoaster you better believe i'm going to sit down in that test seat and see if that harness comes down all the way yep. and if you're on an attraction and the harness does not come down on you don't fight the attendant don't fight the attendant on it they're there for your safety 
you're just gonna have to miss out on that ride and i know that sucks and i know it's humiliating and i know it's it's awful but better to go through that humiliation and that awfulness than to force your way onto an attraction that you shouldn't be on and losing your life i mean it was common sense if you can't go on the ride just move on go on to another go to another attraction you know something that you are comfortable going on and that's what i do like i'll go i'll go on the test seats make sure they're they're comfy for me if not i'll move on i'll go to a different attraction you know that's it's common sense you know that I, i'm i'm worried about my safety and i want to put my safety in their in their hands i mean it is you know yeah just have you you know i'm trying to say right i'm saying you know yeah yeah now that but now that i'm hearing that the ride operator made a manual adjustment to the attraction this ride operator needs to be uh prosecuted and locked up yep yeah plain and simple because because it look if if he if if this is complete not only is it negligence now it's a blatant disregard and now it's like violating the operating requirements and or the operating the operation of this of this attraction yeah and you know where whereas before if he didn't check the harness or whatever yeah i could see a negligence or something like that or you know but now this was this this was like i, I mean this is as bad this is as bad as speeding or driving to me it's like driving drunk you're making the decision to put yourself in that vehicle and potentially put other people's lives in jeopardy this is exactly what this uh, ride attendant right. did this person needs to be tried and put in jail and guys we're we're, we're, we're going to talk about this some other time but we have more theme park news we're going to cover on this lovely episode of on remy's roundtable so scott an article i was reading published that sea world sea world orlando was going to get a brand new roller coaster now what i saw was it was a rumor and guess what guests saw outside of the sea world parking lot they thought it was a roller coaster track in fact it's only landscaping material for bayside stadium so what remy i can't i cannot believe you fell for this Okay, listen, SeaWorld put out a tweet, okay? And it says some beautiful palm trees right there. So you read that at at face value and said, oh, they're talking about landscaping. Clearly in that picture, there are two teal colored roller coaster tracks on a flatbed truck, okay? It's, it's, a, it's a little teaser tweet put out by SeaWorld like, hey, you know, look at those beautiful palm trees. Look what's behind it. I cannot believe you fell for that. Stop getting your news stories from cast members or team members or crew members and do some actual research. Now, what I heard, now I'm being honest with you, I heard that they were thinking about having a roller coaster at SeaWorld Orlando, but it was supposed to be a, it's gonna be a jet ski themed, a jet ski themed roller coaster where you're part of the SeaWorld, the SeaWorld rescue team. And you're, you're doing all these waves and fast turns and stuff. So that could be it because they had the same ride over at uh, SeaWorld San Diego. So they're maybe bringing it could that, be, you know, I, yeah, that ride over they there. They actually named, they, they, I saw an article where they actually gave, they, they, they put a name to this ride and it was Surf Something. I, I don't, I don't remember what it was, but. It, yeah, it, look, it, it, I, kudos to SeaWorld. They're trying to make themselves relevant. So good, good for them. New merchandise bags debut for Universal Parks and Resorts, and some familiar icons are not on this bag. On these bags, you will see Blue, Transformers, Harry Potter, and the Minions. You guys want to take a guess on which uh, which character characters are not on there? Well, they moved Shrek because Shrek is not uh, an attraction at Universal anymore. 
uh, SpongeBob because SpongeBob hasn't been an attraction for a while. And then they removed uh, Hulk and Spider-Man off there because Universal's not allowed to do any Marvel marketing. And that, yeah, I'm like, you guys got rid of all the Marvel, SpongeBob. Well, SpongeBob is technically Nickelodeon. That's Disney. Which has nothing to do with Universal Studios anymore. Nothing anymore. And Nickelodeon is not Disney. Oh, no, you're right. It's not Disney property. It's Paramount. Yeah, Paramount. Yeah. So the bags look pretty cool. Um, might get one on the way out. So we'll we'll see what happens. New retro Magic Kingdom map with trading pins is now available at Walt Disney World as part of their 50th anniversary Vault collection. The retro map with pins is is sold for $350. The map gave the map gave it it 1970s icon look, and will also include a golden. Brain. Now, so what I was talking about off air with Scott, I pretty much told him like about this map, and so you have the logo, which it says Magic Kingdom, that's a pen. The Cinderella Castle, that's a pen. Haunted Mansion, that's a pen. The Jungle Cruise, that's a pen. But everything else is like in this golden, this golden frame, and it looks fantastic. But would you pay three hundred fifty dollars for that for that collection? Can you put fiftieth anniversary on anything? Like you could you could deliver a bag of dog to my house, slap a Disney fiftieth anniversary uh, logo on that, and people are gonna buy it. Okay, I don't know that I'd I I don't I I don't know I'd have to see it. I don't know if I'd spend three hundred fifty dollars, but I don't know that I wouldn't spend three hundred fifty dollars on it. Honey, would you be able? Would you let me buy that three hundred fifty dollar frame? Disney, the 1970s icon map. Yeah, that's a no. The look, you, the look you are giving me right now is a no. <laughs> no. So apparently, some Universal. Sorry. So apparently, some Universal fans want Universal to to replace Men in Black Alien Attack because of the Will Smith assault. Yeah, that's a joke. Not. I, mean, I know. <laughs> that's stupid. JP Sullivan is back at Disney's Hollywood Studios for meet and greets. So that is. Sully from Monsters Incorporated. Jelly Rolls just raised the, their price of admission at Disney's Boardwalk Boardwalk Resort. Jelly Rolls is a dueling piano bar, and it is home to some great live music. They are open Thursdays through Mondays from 7 p.m. to 1.45 in the morning. And in order to get into Jelly Rolls, the price to get in will cost $18. Cast members, you guys can get in for 9 bucks. You can purchase the Sorcerer's Stone from the very first Harry Potter film for $100 at the Universal Legacy Store. Grand Orlando... Listen, we, we, yeah. we, hold on. We, we don't have a lot of time left, but I just want to... Like, who's spending $100 on any movie right now it, it streaming everything is streaming yeah all movies do is collect dust and and space in your house we yeah. can move on now very good streaming i want to know when they're gonna do dumbledore streaming Ooh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a while it's not gonna be until end of may new carousel new carousel of progress cup and magnet is now available at the wall disney world resort the cup is sold for twenty dollars and the carousel of progress car magnet is sold for ten bucks Permits have been revealed for a new modern DVC building pool at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. The new DVC building will be open by 2024. All right, guys, we're gonna go ahead. We are gonna go ahead and rank these rides at Universal Studios. Now we'll do. We'll rank other attractions 
on maybe on the next episode of Remy's Roundtable. So we're gonna do a, a speed round on this one. Scott, Fast and the Furious, out of one one out of ten. Uh, negative three. Jen, Fast and the Furious, what, what would you give it? Zero. There you go. I'm gonna also gonna give it a zero as well. Race through New York with Jimmy Fallon. Scott, eight. Eight. Okay. I agree with that. Eight. I will give it a seven. Hogwarts Express. Eleven. Okay. Thirteen. All right. <laughs> I give it a twelve. Transformers. What would you give it? Um, probably an eight. Scott. Uh, if I've already been on Spider-Man four, if I ride uh, Transformers before Spider-Man seven. I give it a six. Despicable this yeah, Despicable Me. Seven. Scott. Yeah, seven. I give it a six. The Simpsons. Actually been on this episode. Oh no, I have been on it. Eh, six. Scott, just because it has some funny jokes, I'll give it a three. I give it a seven. Gringotts. Oh, Gringotts is good. I, I'll give that a nine. Scott, the only thing that's keeping it from a perfect ten is that it replaced Jaws. So nine. Agree. There we go. How about uh, Men in Black? Two. Scott, five. I'm. I, it's a good ride, but I'm so indifferent on it. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a three. Revenge of the Mummy. I'm gonna give it a ten. Solid ten. I've never been on it because I had a uh, panic attack. Scott, nine. And last and finally, E.T. What would you give E.T.? Probably like a nine. Scott, I like it. Yeah, nine. I'll give it an eight, because I used to work at uh, E.T. Adventure. What about Woody Woodpecker? No, 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 no. I love Woody Woodpecker. Did you not see why I did not say Woody Woodpecker or the other rides? It's only at Universal. We're going to talk about Honors of Adventure some other time. Salt and Straw. At Woody Dip. Woodpecker is at Universal. I know. Thank you. In the kids section next to E.T. I know. I'm not going to give it. Yeah, and Woody Woodpecker, what do you give it? Five. It was my first like real roller coaster since, <laughs> since I was a kid, so I would I give it like a seven or an eight. All right, Scott, what about you? Woody Woodpecker. Two. Two. All right. Salt and Straw at Disney Springs is going to open to the guests on April 20th. Disney is going to scrap park park pass reservations during Guardians of the Galaxy previews. You will not need to make a separate park reservation to enter Epcot on the day of the preview. However, you will need valid admission for Epcot and applicable pass holder blockout dates do apply. Cash yeah, listen, if you're a pass holder and you book your preview, read the information. I'm so tired of reading stuff on Facebook in these pass holder groups that, oh, I couldn't get a reservation. You don't need a reservation that day. Just make sure it's not a blackout day. Exactly. Disney cast members ear iridescent evenings will be will be yeah, will be coming this summer to Walt Disney World. Cast members are allowed to bring one guest to one of the three theme parks for this special after hours event. I believe Animal Kingdom's not included in that. It's just uh, Epcot Magic Kingdom and uh, and uh, Hollywood Studios. So I'm pretty excited for the cast members. I think it's going to be a really cool after hours party. There's going to be attractions open, uh, some surprises, some uh, interactions and all that. So I think it, it, I'm excited for the cast members. And I'm excited to maybe go to this event too with a a good friend of mine, so hopefully I'll be able to check this event out with him. Expedition Expedition Everest is now back up and running at Disney's Animal Kingdom Resort after their refurbishment. So it is back up and running to the guests. Universal tweeted tweeted out, you don't need coffee when you have coasters. Just saying. So, does that mean we won't be able to see Brendan Fraser anymore on the screen at the end of the Revenge of the Mummy? I'm just curious. 
I'm just curious because I don't know. I mean, that, that was my favorite line that he said. Hey, welcome back. It's everybody's it's everybody's <laughs> favorite line. I don't think they're going to get rid of that. I think they're just making a joke and maybe insinuating that it's coming back soon. True. Hey, welcome back. I hope you hope you enjoyed the ride. I would have enjoyed, enjoyed this interview a bit, bit better if I had my cup, cup of coffee. That's right. Ah, ah, that feels good. good. <laughs> a brand new Banshee has arrived at Disney's Animal Kingdom at the Pandora section of the park. This toy is interactive and it will and is sold for forty bucks. Lilo and Stitch is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite movies of all time. And I got some cool facts I want to tell you guys. The voice of Lilo is also the voice of another horror character icon, Samara. Samara, the character, was the she was part of the Ring franchise. So the V, the V Chase played that character, and she also played Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. Chris Sanders did it all. He's the creator of this movie. He did a voice of Stitch, and we, and somehow the creator gave out a shout out to Pulp Fiction, Cobra Bubbles. He was a CIA agent who looked out uh, for Lilo and his and her sister. That character was based on Pulp Fiction's Marcellus Wallace. So that was pretty cool. They they added him in there. Lilo and Stitch brought in two hundred seventy three million dollars at the box office. Lilo Lilo and Stitch man, uh, mainly focused on the Hawaiian and Polynesian culture. And last and last and finally, Lilo and Stitch was nominated for an Oscar. Scott, what is coming up next on the No New Friends podcast? So, uh, on this episode that just came out, uh, you know, I recap my trip to Mexico. Chris has a really ugly man bun now, and uh, Mary had to get background checked, and she's a super anxious person, has done nothing wrong, but kept failing the fingerprint test because her fingertips were too wet. And uh, some really funny things ensue from that. Also, we talk about Chris's upcoming trip uh, to Orlando, Florida, and Chris brings us a top five Easter candy list. So you can always check us out on all streaming platforms. That's the Spotify, the uh, the Google, Apple Podcast, iHeart, Spotify, all that good stuff. Check out our website, newfriendspodcast.com. All of our social media links are there. Also, uh, you can join our Patreon, our Clubhouse, and check out our sweet merchandise. And guys, when Chris comes down, we are go- we are going to spoil the crap out of him when he comes to- goes to Universal or one of his favorite restaurants over here. We're gonna spoil him and, ha- and have him, you know, say, "Man, this was a great vacation. I want to come back to come back to Orlando." Guys, coming up on Remy's Roundtable. Next month, we will have the five-minute professor. He is going going to give us our lecture and quiz on Scott's topic, which is peanut butter and jelly. And in June, and in June, Remy's Roundtable is going to be recording live from the Kennedy Space Center. So this will be me, Jen, and Scott. We will be re- we will be recording live from the Kennedy Space Center. What we'll, is that? Well, we haven't decided yet on when in June. So we will keep you guys posted, and hopefully you guys will come on out and check us out at the Kennedy Space Center. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get the hell up on out of here.
Well, guys, that is it for our program. Once again, guys, please check all of our podcast episodes right there on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. At the end of the episodes, we do leave a poll or a question. You guys can answer it, and we'll read it on the next episode of Remy's Roundtable. On the behalf of Scott and Jen, guys, my name is Remy. Thank you so much for listening to Remy's Roundtable. Man, we got to go. You guys have you guys have a great week. Take care. And the friendspodcast.com. You've been listening to Remy's Roundtable with Remy, Scott, and Jen.